Welcome to Screen That's Actors really Guild, where we explore Oscar-winning actors and the embarrassing films they'd rather forget. I am your host, Michelle, the guy who's dead, but then he isn't. It's dead, and then he isn't. And I'm Henry, the canary with a broken neck. Aww. Poor little guy. Poor little guy. How do you break a canary's neck? Uh, <laughs> so... This is our Angelina Jolie episode, uh, America's Foster Mom. <laughs> Were, uh, yeah, she, yeah, yeah, she, she won for Girl Interrupted, and I believe it was like 1999. Yeah, before this movie. Uh huh. Before this movie, so this was a post-Oscar choice. Mm-hmm. And... This is a real victory lap of a movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, she's got an Oscar and at least a couple Golden Globes under her belt. Um, and a, yeah, an actor with plenty of accolades, humanitarian. Yeah, just, just a like just a lot of kids, just so mo- many. Yeah, mo- like mother of nine. <laughs> um, so, do you want to know some things about her? Uh, yeah, I would like to know what the internet has to say, specifically the Internet Movie Database. The Internet Movie Database has, well, one, what I like about this is it goes back on Angelina Jolie. Like, it feels like some of this is like the original trivias. Oh. So first off, three trademarks. Yes. Uh, they're, honestly, they're not that interesting. Yeah. Full lips and tattoos. Yep. That is one trademark, apparently, is full lips and full tattoos. Full lips and tattoos. Mm-hmm. Package deal. Spark. Sparkling green eyes, okay, and and seductive husky voice. Huh, not a nary a mention of the figure in this one, which I find which to is, be the most puzzling because this might be the most like, I don't know, just obvious. It's choice. right over the plate. Yeah, <laughs> it's just this is a this is an easy log yeah. for the voluptuous figure perverts yeah. out there. This might as well be like the yeah just. The ideal person to creep on if you are a creep on the internet. Oh boy. Uh, so the the th- fun thing about going this far back on Angelina Jolie is that she is a true American weirdo. Yes. Like, oh yeah, she's like OG nineties oh, weirdo, eighties weirdo. Real, yeah. Yeah, real like movie star weirdo. Yes. Has the letter H tattooed on the inside of her left wrist, which is a reference to two people. She is close to who have this letter in their names, which is very funny as it uh, alone. Just in their Her brother, names. James Haven, and Timothy Hutton. She got the tattoo when she was dating Timothy, but since their breakup, she now says it's only for James. By the way, Angelina and her brother James, to whom she is very close, yes. publicly spoke out to deny false rumors that the two were having an incestuous relationship. Oh. Bracket 2000. Oh my God. Yeah, I remember that. Do you remember that? That red carpet situation? I... Maybe remind me. It was just they were like holding hands, very close, like I think cheek kisses and whispering in each other's ears. And then mm. she went up to accept an award, and I believe brought her brother. I forget what exactly, or she presented and like no, it was she accepted an award and she brought him up there. Anyway, there was like a lot of red carpet like closeness, and I remember they just ripped them a new one on all like Saturday Night Live, et cetera, et cetera. Just right, yeah. So uh, she was married to Johnny Lee Miller in a black leather pants and white in a black leather pants and a white blouse. I'm I'm reading that right. <laughs> in That's a not black Henry leather pants. <laughs> on a black leather pants on the white blouse, she painted her husband's name and her own blood across the back. Of course she did. Of course she did. Yeah. Uh, I let. There's some things that are just like 
single sentences there's a really fun combo began modeling at age 14 and had a childhood dream of becoming a funeral director <laughs> those things had to go together <laughs> yeah one uh, really fast right, tracks so you into the other that's the thing about that there's all right so there's one thing this uh toward the end of her bio greatly admires johnny depp she worked with him on the tourist Not true. my i have a belief now that johnny depp has a person yes <laughs> who goes actor to actor and adds this person also thinks Johnny Depp is a fine and cool dude and not a scumbag. <laughs> In fact, we asked her about it. She's like, no, not a scumbag. I love Johnny Depp. <laughs> but, Every fucking actor on but here. But she like was very openly anti-Johnny Depp after doing this movie. Like, to the point where... Is that right? Yeah. I read that when I was looking at Angelina Jolie's stuff. Like, I just stumbled across it like an hour ago. And not only were they not buds... But she even went as far as to say that he had poor hygiene and that he, <laughs> <laughs> like, just, like, just a low blow. And uh, and he supposedly said she was just, like, too full of herself, very stuck up. I'm like, oh, I guess that is what an unhygienic person might say. <laughs> I, I That is such an awesome thing Fucking to talk that. about for another person that you've met and worked with. And also, I totally buy it. Oh, absolutely. Like, he does not look like a shower boy. No, he doesn't look uh, like a shower boy, and he does seem like the kind of person who, especially now, would have a PR team just, like, heavily editing IMDb and Wikipedia. Constantly. Yeah. Uh, so there's some other important things to know. <laughs> one is that one of her favorite shows is King of the Hill. She also enjoys the game show network and Animal Planet. The fuck? No. That, no. that is definitely a, like... Angelina, you need to say something to make you relatable. All anybody can talk about is the vials of blood you keep inside your mouth. <laughs> I like American things. I like King of the Hill. I like laundry detergent commercials. I like the color gray. Shut up. I like I like playing with lawn darts and bar darts. <laughs> Angelina, are you just saying things you see in the room, Angelina? <laughs> in the doctor's waiting room while you take this phone call. All right. Here's, here's some important things to know about Angelina Jolie in order. Named the world's sexiest woman in Swedish magazine Cafe. <laughs> Voted the third sexiest female movie star in the Australian Empire magazine. Named the sexiest woman alive by the Swedish evening newspaper Aftonbladet. <laughs> Ranked number 90 in the 2011 FHM list of 100 sexiest women in the world. Previously, she ranked number 70 in 2010, number 14 in 2009, number 9 in 2008, number 8 in 2007, number 4 in 2006, number 3 in 2005, number 9 in 2004, number 8, number 32 in 2003, number 32 in 2002, number 61 in 2001, and number 68 in 2000. So you can actually graph that fucking bell curve. Oh my god. Uh, Michelle, I'm not done. She was the woman uh, most American males would like to date on New Year's Eve, according to a survey by movie rental chain Blockbuster Inc. Results of the survey showed her in the top spot with 35% of respondents saying she would be their number one pick for a hypothetical New Year's Eve candlelit dinner. Rival star Catherine Zia-Jones gained second spot in the online survey conducted by Blockbuster in November 2003. The survey had 31,969 responses. <gasps> Voted number one star, men would most like to kiss under the mistletoe in a poll for Sky Movies. <gasps> Voted Hollywood's sexiest single mother in a poll for WebsiteDate.com. What the fuck? What the actual fuck are these publications? <laughs> oh my god. 
Like, what was the first one? It was like Swedish movie cafe. Oh, the Swedish magazine cafe. <laughs> oh my god, no shot. These are real. That's so wonderful that someone took the time to really just comb the internet of anything that were anywhere her name popped up. Any, anytime anybody said Angelina Jolie was attractive and in what order. But not like, uh, not the ones you would expect. They just threw in only curveballs. Right. <laughs> only random shit. Yeah. What's, what's wild is the like, the, the graph of FHM's 100 Sexiest Women in the World. Because like, you, that is linear both ways. Yeah. Right? It's like, in 2005, She's not top of the world, but she's close. Right. And it's like fucking literal bell curve. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm not saying I've graphed it. <laughs> oh, it's also important to know that she breastfed her children, Shiloh Jolie Pitt, Knox Jolie Pitt, and Vivian Jolie Pitt until they were all 10 weeks old. Great. Cool. Mm-hmm. Good, good, good. Yep. Uh, good, to know. good need to know it. Oh, sorry. And she was born at 9.09 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time. There we are. There it is. Mm-hmm. Gotta know when the breastfeeding ended. Gotta know that date of birth, hour of birth. Gotta find her rising sign, moon sign. Figure it all out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I honestly, I generally like her as an actress. I like her too. Uh, yeah, she's I, like she's a good actress. She's in some like weirdo cult classics. She's in some like across the board. She kind of like I don't know. Sometimes she picks those movies that are just really heavy handed. But that's sort of who. Her, who she is though oh yeah she's she's made some genuine career mistakes yeah she's like, also like directed a shitload of movies though too right like five or six oh, right. movies she's become like hacksaw ridge or something like she's directed <clears throat> oscar nominated movies yeah she's never been in an oscar nominated movie that's fun yeah she's never been in a best picture nominee apparently oh huh i didn't think about that girl interrupted didn't make it it was just the actors huh i think it's just the actors huh. Right on, right on. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and maybe that's like before they started nominating 25 movies for Best Picture so that like somebody <laughs> would please watch the Oscars. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so we watched Ugh. Original Sin. Yeah. This week. This is, which... it's a 12% on Rotten Tomatoes. And that's not mm-hmm. one of those, no one watched it. That's an, based on at least 91 reviews. So mm-hmm. it was fairly across the board. Not good. Um, Roger Ebert liked it, apparently. <laughs> but I mean... It's crazy taste. I feel like it was one of those ones... When it came out, it was 2001. So this is two mm-hmm. years after she won the Oscar. Yeah? A yep. year? Yep. Two years? And then she made this thing. And uh, I don't know. I think it cost 15 mil. I think it made 15 mil. I think it was just like one of those very forgettable movies that people only knew... I'm guessing from the trailer, because box office mm-hmm. like sales were not great. Everyone just knew that Jolie gets real naked, and that it's a sexy Antonio Banderas Jolie joint. Boy, boy, does she get super naked in this but movie. But gosh golly, does she get naked? Like, like a bunch. Yeah, to a, to a very naked degree, and often. Yeah, maybe almost more often than not. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of nips up in this, up in this cinematic journey. And- and, you know, obviously, live your truth. Do what you want. I don't care. Sure. Usually, I sort of expect after you've won an Oscar, there's like, if you're going to bear it all, there's like a narrative or career purpose. It's like for a great role. Yeah. Or for a great movie. Yeah. I don't understand 
what the motivation was. I mean, like, was it just an excuse to, like, actually fuck Antonio Banderas (laughs) in front of a camera? Which might have happened. Yeah, it's it's a lot of naked. It's... It's a lot of naked, and what I found to be very entertaining after watching this movie is how much naked was cut. There is so much sex scene on the editing room floor. Like This, like, this was initially a, 20, a fucking uninterrupted 20-minute sex scene in this yeah, movie. Yeah, man. So, like, 15-ish minutes into this movie, uh, these two are just going at it. And, like, mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys remember... Do you remember the sex scene in Team America where you kind of think it's over, <laughs> but then it's a different position and then it's a different mm-hmm. position and it just yep. keeps happening for a comically long amount of time? Mm-hmm. I went back and checked. This is a three-minute long sex scene. It's three minutes long and it was supposed to be a hot 20 minutes of what I have to assume is just softcore porn. Oh, yeah. Because it already almost is. Like... Mm-hmm. The crossfades kind of save it from being actual penetration. But, like, this yes. is, like, as for a movie sex scene, I mean, you're seeing a it's, lot of stuff. It's pretty pornographic. Uh, it's also, like, they, apparently they both would only do this if they could both be fully naked. Yeah. Which, I'm so curious. I'm so... <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm interested in it. I think he agreed. She was like, I won't do it without full, full fledged nudity, which I guess power to you. But also, sure. I mean, the scene itself, like it, there's not anything else going on in it. And it's not, it does not serve a narrative purpose. No. And it's not far enough into the movie where it's like a character driven anything. It's just two hot people meet and then they just go at it from an aerial perspective for like three mm-hmm. minutes, like a lot of that above the mm-hmm. bed footage. And you're just looking at, just looking at Antonio Banderas's butt and seeing some boobies. And that's your intro, basically, to this movie. So I'm so interested. Like, what was it that she saw in this that made her want to be so so naked? I, I can't. Okay, so the. Uh... The thing is, the temptation is to only talk about this because the movie itself is not interesting. Yeah, the movie itself, okay, straight out the gates, it is based on a a book, like Mm an early, like, 1920-something book called Waltz into Darkness by Cornell Woolrich, and and he's a fairly notable author. He he wrote, like, Rear Window. He made a bunch of other... He wrote a bunch of other books that were later developed into, like, movies, Hitchcock, old old movies. Mm -hmm. This was originally a movie by Francois Truffaut called Mississippi Madness, I want to say. It was Mississippi Mermaid. And it Mm -hmm. took place in New Orleans. So, yeah. Uh, But what I read is that Antonio Banderas got obsessed with this movie that he saw when he was younger, Mississippi Mermaid. And then it became this thing that he was, like, really into and, like, couldn't remember where he had seen it. It was almost like a fever dream. And then he eventually found it later and was like, this is the movie. And um, when the director learned that he was, like, super into wanting to, he, Banderas, wanted to develop it and adapt it himself. And then (laughs) the director of this movie uh, was basically found that out and 
rewrote the whole movie to fit Antonio Banderas. So instead of it taking place in New Orleans, it takes place in Cuba so that it can be like his like accent. So they can have the one accent so that he has. So that his accent makes sense and like it's like an interesting backdrop. It's kind of like it doesn't really change anything. So. Well, to be fair, his accent still doesn't make sense. But No, no, no. But to an American audience, it's acceptable. Yeah, exactly. If you are not a Cuban person or just a person mm-hmm. who understands um, Latin America and then you will probably be on board with that. But yeah, he got really, really into it. So he was already on board. And then then they got Jolie, who had already worked with this very notable director, Michael Christopher. Mm-hmm. So she already worked with him on Gia and got right. a Golden Globe for it. This is basically all to say that it makes sense that it got made. And it makes sense that so many people were willing to get so nanky. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's Yeah, that does track. Yeah. It's... Uh, the movie feels like a very clumsily adapted novel. Yeah. Like you can sort of see how there is a, a good story here. Yeah. But as far like, it seems like they just really tried to transpose the entire struct, like narrative structure of the novel mm-hmm. on top of the movie. Like Angelina Jolie throughout the movie from the beginning to the end uh, narrates the movie in in a, fla- a periodic flash forward where she's in prison yeah. talking about herself under different names, always in the third person. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> and even like there'll be a character in this flash forward that's like, are you scared? Are you, Angelina Jolie, scared? And Angelina Jolie will be, like, oh, yeah. be like, oh yeah. And she'll Julie be like, is not scared, Julie but is Bonnie not scared. is scared. It's like, what are you talking about? It's so good. Yeah, Julia's not here right now. Hundred <laughs> <laughs> uh, percent. So, plot of the movie. Yeah. Uh, um, we basically open on Antonio Banderas. He's got a mail order bride, essentially. Uh, mm-hmm. He's a Cuban like coffee merchant or something. He's got yeah, he's got co- plantation plantation. Landlord, yeah, exactly. He coffee beans, blah blah blah. Uh, mm-hmm. And he's ordered a mail order bride because he doesn't care about falling in love. He just wants to have a woman to marry who is of childbearing age. And he's got a photo of her. And that photo mm-hmm. is very much not Angelina Jolie. And then when he goes to... It's a woman who the movie is very mean to the whole time. I know! This poor <laughs> like, This woman. woman is not... Let's be clear. This woman is not pretty. She, yeah, the, the first very thing. Clear, oh, she pretty. is not beautiful. She's a regular, she's average-looking, normal woman. Like, like nothing's wrong with her. She looks normal. Nothing. Right. No. So this is not mask. No. Like, she's, just... <laughs> she's not a disfigured, terrible woman, and she's not ninety years old. She's just an an average-looking lady. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. The movie really takes its uh, really digs deep into it's just just, just cruel to this woman. Mean. Uh, so. First off, the, like Antonio Banderas can, is there might be nobody in the world less believable when they say, I do not care about love. I know. Like, <laughs> man, you look like you smell like sex yeah. through the screen. Through the screen, now. man. You, yeah, you look like you're tying a cherry stem in your mouth at all times. Come on, dude. Right. Come you, on, dude. You're literally the voice of the sex bee from the pollen. <laughs> commercials like there's there's no you made you found a way to make a tiny cat sexy yeah in shrek twice oh yeah (laughs) Yeah. like there's just it's unbelievable yeah he is like 
Hollywood's iconic Latin lover. And then they took that man and made him not believe in love. It's just very silly. Uh, And their meat is very silly as well. She shows up. She doesn't look like the person in the photo. And then (laughs) there's like a thing. I think this movie probably had like fairly good direction going on in it like the cinematography is not shitty and like the cinematography is actually decent that part looks good it looks good and like you know obviously the director had a vision the vision was not to tighten it up and make it shorter but he had a vision it's the editing that really (laughs) kept getting me because like he meets angelina jolie and then in the middle of the fucking scene it just cuts to a really short close-up of her (laughs) lips and then a really short close-up of her i guess ends of her hair and her breasts, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. back to the scene, and it would do that from time to time, just be like, jump cut, jump cut, for no reason, even though the rest of this movie looks like it was a made-for-TV melodrama. Yeah, the, it feels like the editing and some of the cinematography is done by a teenage boy <laughs> yeah. with ADD and like a raging erection the entire time. <laughs> oh yeah, whoever was in the editing right. bay absolutely had a raging boner the whole time they were making this it's, movie. It's very clear. It's pretty rough. Uh, so they do this like I'm not gonna call it a meet cute. No, I would call it uh, people that met through the mail. <laughs> Just constantly talking about how the things that they wrote in their letters yeah. weren't true. Uh-huh. So, like, literally, by the end of the conversation, like, we know no- absolutely nothing about each other. Yeah. Let's go get married. Yep. Yeah, those And then two. they do. It seems, be- and the, the whole way she, she says that she took a photo of her sister mm-hmm. and mailed her ugly-ass sister's photo <laughs> to Antonio Banderas. <laughs> And uh, she didn't want somebody like who wanted to marry her for her looks. So that's the whole thing. And he right. doesn't include that he's a wealthy landowner because he doesn't want to be sought after for money. And then it turns out mm-hmm. that he's hot and she's hot and he's rich and yay. So then they, yeah, then yeah, they yeah. get married and bang forever. So right, we get the first of many weird sensual moments where when they're, they've like gone to the, the church... And are getting married. Yeah. And Angelina Jolie has the veil on. And Antonio Banderas hands her a ring. And she lifts the veil and she sucks on her finger. Like, very, like, like yeah. it's a goddamn pacifier. Yeah. And then slips the ring on. And, like, I guess there's plausibility that, like, she needs to lubricate her Got ring her. finger. But, like... It's not clear to me what's going on there beyond an excuse to watch Angelina Jolie suck her finger. There are a lot of Angelina Jolie puts finger in mouth moments in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. it's kind of like, yeah, if you wanted to create like a bingo or man, not so much a bingo. I mean, really a drinking game. It's anytime there's a close up on her lips, anytime her lips are like sucking on a mm-hmm. finger pulling at the end of a glove with her teeth it's just right. nothing but this movie stars exclusively her mouth and then, <laughs> and then yeah. stars the rest of her body <laughs> yeah uh, so so one of my favorite i don't have very many favorite scenes in this movie it wasn't a very fun movie to watch i was ready for it to end yeah very quickly. it goes on forever but after they get married there's a wedding reception 
And there's a band, like a, you know, Latin music band playing the wedding reception. Yeah. And Antonio Banderas is like old white man friend with a toupee. Wanders up to the musicians who are, again, already playing music. Yep. Looks at them. Raises both hands like he's trying, like he's fucking angels in the outfield trying to fly. And goes, music, music, <laughs> music. That guy likes to party. I, right? That like, guy does like to party, though. That guy likes to do that and then give Antonio Banderas advice on how much marriage is going to suck. Like, mm-hmm, those are his two mm-hmm. jobs. Basically, to just not trust women, not enjoy their company, but really like to dance and drink. And have some very specific feelings about makeup on women. Oh, yeah, yeah. Women <laughs> like, do not wear rouge. There's a whole thing rouge. where he says women don't, ladies don't wear rouge. Yeah. It's that old, what's that old thing that people would say, like, ladies pinch, whores use rouge. It's like an old, like, Vic- Victorian I, I thing. I trust, I believe it. Yeah, it's but, like, uh, a, I think, it, I don't know if it's Victorian, but it's definitely an old-fashioned, um, very shitty thing to say. And that is mm-hmm. what they're implying, is that she's... Angelina Jolie goes to the goes to the theater, gets rosy cheeked watching all of the melodrama, and then they basically mm. just that that guy and his wife just call her a whore to Antonia Banderas to his face. So that's neat. This movie likes to call her a whore quite a bit, quite a bit. It sure does. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> what? What? Like um, they get married. They get married, they take a bunch of baths and stuff, and <laughs> you have long, to, long sex scenes. You have to leave now, I'm going to kiss my husband, and then we're going to take a bath. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, right. So I want to talk about this. Breathy. What the fuck is up with her careening all over the place accent? She's She's from Delaware? From, she's well, no, she's she says she's from Delaware. She's actually from St. Louis. Yeah, yeah. But in any case, she's not from the middle of the goddamn Atlantic Ocean. Like, no. she's not from Britain a thousand years ago. Like, she's she she's got an accent that is sometimes a standard American accent and sometimes British and sometimes warbling in between the two. Yeah, and it's not that transatlantic accent that everybody... It's no. not that. It's actually just... No. It's just sort of... It's just sort of like this. It's like that period of time where Madonna was, like, pretending to be British. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it's like. <laughs> that is exactly what this is like. I couldn't figure it out. So, was she... Is she, like... This is like a boy raised by wolves thing. Is she like a, a like a, a, Delo- a Delaware, a Louisiana by way of Delaware by way of the middle of England, circa eighteen ninety two? Like I don't know what's happening. Who knows? Who knows? But it's not and she'll good. Like, she'll drop it sometimes. Yeah, it goes away. Like, it comes and goes. Like every the now and then, standard American accent. Then back to dropping her R's and modulating her vowels. She's not great in this. She's not great. No. No one is though. It's no one's very good in this movie, and it's sort of it's sort of the movie's fault. It's just sort of their fault. It's just bad. All of the things about it are like watching a lifetime movie that got a big old budget. Yeah, the dialogue is very challenging. Yeah, the dialogue's bad. There's some funny lines. Um, yeah, there's... Thomas Jane has almost all of the best terrible lines. Oh, he's the guy that plays Billy, right? That plays yeah. her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, okay, they get married. They're, it's marital, coital bliss for a while. And then um, she, what's the next thing that happens? So she's, oh, she's given the right to, like, open, have unlimited access to all of his bank accounts. To his business account. 
Yeah, it's just business like a crazy, account. It's a weird thing to do. You have that business with other people, Antonio. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. And then her sister writes after her, very concerned, and a, and a private investigator comes looking for her, basically saying... With a very comical mustache. He's got such a cartoon villain mustache. It's so great. And, uh, yeah, so he's interrogating Antonio Banderas. Where is she? Like, her sister's worried about her. And so, basically, he's had Angelina Jolie write to her sister to say that, I am fine. Everything's fine. Um, Well, before that, they take a sponge bath together. Oh, yeah, they do. And Angelina Jolie murders a canary. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the canary. So, yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, she's taking a bath with Antonio, and then he starts asking questions about her past that she does not like. He basically... lets her know that the private investigator is going to come calling on Sunday and then she loses it and says someone shut that bird up and like in the next scene he hasn't even dried off his face yet and the canary is very much strangled his neck broken which means that she like held like he's not a large animal like held his little head and just like snapped it uh seems like the the dialogue about it is great servant he's dead Antonio Banderas, he was just singing. Servant, he's not singing now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's had his little neck broken. He's got his little tiny uh, neck broken. So yeah, she's definitely... And then it cuts to the first of several flash flash forwards where she's mm-hmm. just inexplicably like in a jail cell talking to a monk yeah. or priest or whatever about her life. And this is where she starts talking about Bonnie and... He's she's looking at like a what like a torture device and she's like question mm-hmm. asking questions. He asks if she's afraid, and then she says Julia's not afraid of, but Bonnie is. And of course, he asks who Bonnie is, and she goes, "Oh, that is a question that that Lewis will be soon asking." But this <laughs> is in the future. The future. So he this has is... already asked it. <laughs> the yeah, the tense it. The, this didn't need to be like this. It didn't need to be you confusing. You could have made it like a movie. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It could have been normal and not confusing and not trying to... I couldn't figure out if they were jumping around in time at that point yet. Because I was like, she's in, like, church jail? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> right, it seems like they must have made a commitment to literally just, like, cut out passages from the book and just, like, paste them into the script. Yeah. Be- I'm curious if that's this obviously is like, like that kind of makes sense in a like a third person limited narrator in a narrative like, way, yeah. Because you can really like you can play around with time a lot easier in in fiction than you can mm-hmm. in a movie where you're looking mm-hmm. at stuff. We can see it right now. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so then, then the sister comes calling and talks to Antonio Banderas, and right. this is a very confusing. Basically, the sister says that she's super worried and where is her sister? And and he says, she's she's fine. She wrote you this letter. Look, you're holding it. And she says, no, my sister didn't write this. And he says, yes, she did. And they go back and forth. And then he opens up the letter and she says, see, that's not my sister's handwriting. That is another person. And the next scene, he is on a fucking horse running as fast as he can to go figure out the great mystery of someone's handwriting changing over time. I mean, it's... To be fair, the sister is right. The, but. While it begins with a musician in the soundtrack screaming. Like, <laughs> as he's riding the horse, he goes, Ah! Uh, the first 
first the, half the of this sister. movie reads like it's a theater, like like theater, and then the second half yeah. just drags on forever. That's right. Uh, the sister says that is the handwriting of a stranger, a person unknown. Who talks, talks like, like that? This? Who talks like that? Like it's, a robot? Like yo, somebody pretending to be Yoda, maybe. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah, and also like it is pretty different handwriting. I do wonder if he, like, he is not a very uh, yeah. perspicacious person. Yeah, attention to detail might not be his strongest suit, let's say. Right. Yeah. He also doesn't notice that when he shoots somebody, there's no blood or hole nah, in Yeah, not a problem. Right? Like, uh-uh. he, presumably at some point, he did see his wife write something. And his, previously um. his only communication with her was by writing. And I have, so that's true. That actually is a really good point. But I have something to say about every time Angelina Jolie is wielding a pen and ink because that hand is a straight up claw. It is a claw. <laughs> it is a full claw. And I don't know why they didn't say like softer hands. You don't, because they don't show her writing up close. Like they don't show her penmanship. It's just write down a name. To get the idea that you were writing a letter. And then this fucking crazy claw wraps itself around a pen in the most non-human way I've ever seen. And, like, I tend to, like, grip my pens. Like, I was like, okay, like, maybe. But, like, it's just these long, spindly fingers grasping onto a tiny thing in the most confusing way possible. And they show it, like, three times. And not once were they, like, we're really trying to sell her as the sexiest person in the world. And and there's a talent. There is indeed a talent, sir. <laughs> it was an interesting choice. It was a choice that made me laugh at least a couple of times. It's just so part of the movie that she writes stuff down and so part of her who she is that she writes like a crazy bird. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It's fine. Uh, so Banderas gets to his estate and she's like fucking gone oh yeah she's like wiped his accounts basically she's gone yeah, she's stolen all of his money from both accounts because he's a goddamn idiot yeah he's dummy uh she she's she's gone and then banderas goes straight to the brothel oh yeah like, but before before he like talks to his uh what is it like the head maid or head of his house oh, or whatever right. and he's like mm-hmm. oh she's not coming back is she and then she says a really confusing thing she goes she never was here You've been married to a dream, a dream that stores your soul. What the fuck, movie? First of it's, all, she was a very much a person. She was fucking corporate. in every we movie of the house. Like every room of the house. Yeah, man. I don't know. I was hopeful for a minute there that it was going to be like, no, actually, she's a dream and this is like a fight club thing. Dude, that would have been That's a best. better movie. That's more interesting. Way cooler. Way cooler movie. Yeah, so then we he's in a brothel. Like um... He, he has sex with this woman, and then there's, like, this moment afterwards where he just hangs onto his crotch for a while and kind of yells, <laughs> and I don't... Henry, can you tell me what's going on? I couldn't figure out what that means. I cannot. Kay. I cannot. Okay, cool. Uh, it, you know, I it hasn't been my experience. Yeah, uh, I just wonder if, like, was I supposed to have understood in the context of this movie that, like... I don't, I, it does just heartache just transcended his whole body i don't it's know just this now it's just dick ache yeah, yeah i don't know i don't know man uh but like so he's now just chilling at the brothel and thomas jane back in also chilling at the brothel yeah and thomas jane brings some very interesting energy to this scene 
mm-hmm. and some very interesting dialogue. Yeah. Uh, so they're like talking about Anthony Anthony Banderas, Antonio Banderas' heartache. <laughs> Tony. Tom Jane says, I have no need of women apart from the necessities. Yep. Looks over at a, at a, prost- a sex worker just watching washing her crotch. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah. And then turns back to, uh, to Banderas and says, for real intercourse, I prefer the company of men, which is the strongest Tobias Fumke energy I have seen in a movie I know. ever. It was so good. I was like, is that just the movie being crazy progressive for a a second or is that the movie not understanding that the only time we use that word is when we're talking about doing it yeah i mean it's very the necessities seem to be like i'm here in the brothel for the same reason that you are yeah but let's do some mindsets antonio (laughs) just two men exchanging thoughts Mm-hmm. Just intercoursing each other, real yeah, uh, just a bunch real of thoughtful. mental intercourse over Scott. And then they go on. They like decide to look for Angelina together, and they go on this like Law and Order witness interview. Oh my circuit. god, that part was so funny. The movie changes tone every once in a while, and it's like, <laughs> okay, you've been watching what you think is like a melodramatic, sexy movie, but what if it was this kind of movie for a minute? <laughs> and then it's just three fairly quick shots of different people who are like. Very character actory. It looks like their audition mm-hmm. for a community theater, and they're like, "Oh, that guy, that lady. I saw her walking past me on the boat. I saw the wind kick up her skirt, and then she smiled at me. And then another lady, like, oh, that lady. I remember. It's just like Jesus movie. And then we're just back into the other part of the movie, which is, uh huh, yeah." <laughs> it's basically just fucking like Sam Waterston and. Uh, Oh, Jesse from Rent, just like interviewing New Yorkers. Exactly. But in the Caribbean for a minute. And they like come uh, so close to just breaking the fourth wall. It's like a millimeter to the left and they're barreling the camera, but they almost don't do it, I think. Is they it- do break the fourth wall a couple times in this movie, which is like not not as explicitly. It's like not Ferris Bueller. Like they're not talking to the audience, but they are looking straight into the camera pretty regularly. Uh, I got the impression that the camera is like supposed to be Antonio Banderas in that part. Okay. Like, yeah. Because we change perspective so clearly. Yeah, it's definitely like my shots. yeah. My thoughts were that if he's not the camera, then he's standing so close to the camera that it's like their eyes are just slightly unfocused. But it was really weird. It's a really weird moment in this movie, and it felt. It still felt pretty theatery. Like like this is a guy. This director has deep roots in theater and it just felt like one of those things where you just suddenly like cut to a spotlight on a random on like another random actor standing on like a different part of the stage like Mm -hmm. reading their little tiny monologue (laughs) and then it's back to the regular stage that's right yeah Uh, i don't know and then we shift to havana during carnival and there's some interesting things i want to talk about at carnival but the first transition from the law and order interviews to carnival is like even before the dancing it's this like clay model of the city oh yeah it's like what was that I mean, like almost like play-doh I like thought... it looks so weirdly amateurish i don't know what it's supposed to be i don't either i remember wouldn't it have been great if they just suddenly had a claymation moment <laughs> it would be that like that sort of similar abrupt yeah, change of genre. Just, here you go, and then right back into the movie. We're <laughs> <laughs> just Gumby for a couple minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also so 
uh, carnival's happening. Yeah. There's some like people dancing. There's a naked woman on a horse, and Antonio Banderas is walking through a, a like a, an alleyway. Yeah, and there are two masked couples that are both technically dancing, but what they're really doing is like swaying in place, like they're extras that a director said. Dance, but not too much. Yeah. And it's like, they're just, they're like barely moving. It's enough that you feel like the suggestion of dancing, but there's nobody in real life who's ever moved like that in an open space. Like, they're, they're not in close quarters. They're in a, they're like on opposite sides of a small road. That's <laughs> oh, so good. There's a lot of funny little things happening during Carnival, too. They, they go into, like, a little bit later, they're in the hotel restaurant. And there's a mm-hmm. waiter, and he's got this platter on top of his hand, and it's covered in, like, parsley and lettuce. And then on plated on top of that is just a full feathered bird, a I tropical right. bird. <laughs> How does that work? I don't know. I had to pause and look at it, and it looks like it's either a full feathered bird or a full feathered bird that's wearing a little coat because it looks like it has a little <laughs> collar around its neck, which is not impossible. And it's I'm obsessed with it. There's just little little Easter eggs for you. Like, like don't that. know how you serve pheasant with the with the feather still on it. I don't. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Is it a pheasant? I think it's a pheasant. Okay. I've never had pheasant. I'm very interested in it. Yeah. As an aside, sort of huh. got a game bird thing. Game birds. Uh, I would eat a pheasant. I fuck with uh, a pheasant. So we then get like so. There's still Thomas Jane and Tony Banderas are still searching for Angelina Jolie, and then. Antonio Banderas sees her yes. masked, and she's with this old man, uh, and she takes the old man up to a room. She's well, he knows it's her because when he first oh, when right. at the at the beginning of the movie, Antonio Banderas uh, she brings him coffee in bed, and then she says like I would like if I could have my coffee before I dressed, it would change my day, and mm-hmm. he's like. Basically, like, oh, I didn't know you like coffee, blah, 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 blah. Then later, he's in this place during Carnival, and he hears a woman laughing, and then she goes, if I could have my coffee before I dressed, it would change the day. Change the day. Change the day. And they keep re- going back and showing that line. Mm-hmm. Cl- like, do you remember? Yeah. Do you remember? But they show it closer up, and then crossfade to closer up, and then crossfade to even closer up of her repeating that line in an echo, and it's really funny there's so many funny edits like the editor had very interesting taste that's true and also it hadn't occurred to me until just now that there's absolutely no reason for her to be talking about coffee in the morning right now no like this is it's nighttime nighttime. they're at a they're drinking a bar yeah Uh, of all the lines for them to recycle, it was a very funny one. Because there's like, right. there could have been like a, an erotic line that she said to Antonio Banderas, and then she's using it to possibly seduce this man. But she's just a, I mean, she's a whore for coffee. If she's, she is. They they also drink coffee at such weird times. They do. Like, they really a, do. At the end, like, nighttime the coffees. fucking climax is like night coffee yeah like bedtime coffee. people fuck with night coffee is, it would keep me up until the end of time yeah i totally know people that are like but it's got to be someone who's so caffeine addicted that it just does net nothing like nighttime co- like that used to be a thing like coffee like nighttime coffee with dessert like after you finished a meal which is oh fucking yeah i guess weird. that's true uh 
But I said you like go out dancing or something. I don't yes, know. Yes, this guy uh, could never. So this old man, she takes the old man upstairs and has the old man help her undress. And then she kicks the old man out. Yeah. And from outside the door, <laughs> the old man favorite line. says, Darling dove, I'm weeping. My heart is pudding. I'll go, but my pudding's all broken. It's <laughs> just incredibly can, weird. Can a pudding be broken? <laughs> can a pudding be broken, Henry? Right, it's gelatinous. It's a liquid. <laughs> Some of these lines really have a feel of translated from another language into English, but I know that that isn't the case, so it's so fucking confusing. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was the best. Um, and then, yeah, and then she is... Oh, and so then Antonio Banderas manages to find her. So he mm-hmm. sneaks into her... While she's using her claw hand to write a letter... He mm-hmm. comes up from behind her and he threatens her life. He threatens to shoot her and he tells her he figured her whole thing out. And then he, but he wants to know who this other woman was whose life she took. Like, because it comes out that, like, that person in the photo is clearly not the sister. So right. it's just someone else. And she took someone's identity. He suspects that she killed somebody mm-hmm. and. He's asking for a confession, and then they start making out, and then they fall back in love, and then... And, she, and then he licks her finger. And then he licks and puts her the ring finger. On. And then, yeah, basically, she tells, tries to kind of confess this whole backstory about being, like, like an orphan brat that then, like, grows up and starts traveling on the road and meets this guy who's, like, the, the guy, Billy, who... Mm-hmm. They've shown him in a different scene where she's at the theater and she disappears with a man for a second, whatever. Um, He's dressed as Mephistopheles <laughs> from, uh, from Faust, not from Cats. <laughs> not from Cats. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so she tries to start, like, confessing her whole life and he basically tells her, shut up, you are just my wife. Your whole identity is you are my wife. And, like... The trust the in this man suggests we're supposed to be cool with this. <laughs> like, yeah, like it's romantic, and also that he's not a full dumbass for just being like, "Okay, you were about to tell me everything you've ever done, but you know what? I trust you based on the right. fact that you, you stole are my all wife. of my money and gave it to a, a strange man who has a Svengali-like psychosexual hold over you. It's cool. I'm also not going to call you by your name. I'm going to call you by the name of the woman who I believe you murdered." Yeah, you're Julia. Shut up, shut up. You're definitely Julia. I don't need to know anything more about this whole plot to steal men's money and the fact that you've maybe been doing it your entire life. Shut up. So they're married now. Again. Then the old man comes back and takes a knee in front of the door for no reason. Oh yeah, he's on his knees. Antonio Banderas opens the door and the old man just gets a real face full of Bandera penis. Yeah. uh, Which like... Again, abrupt tonal shift. This movie is not, it's not a face full of dick is a joke kind of movie. <laughs> yeah, it's not really a comedy at all. There aren't really jokes in there. No. And then this one is just, in a different movie, sure. Mm-hmm. This feels... Right, and Freddy got fingered yeah. or something? Sure. Why not? But yeah, so that they just have a conversation for a while while he just stares at Antonio Banderas' dick, and then he leaves. And then... And Tony Banderas and, uh, and Angelina Jolie are now like, oh, sorry. We forgot about the whole killing part. The killing right. part happens next, right? Yeah. Right. Well, it happens 
shortly thereafter. Okay. So, so like, it, they lamb it. Yeah, so they do lamb it, but before they lamb it, it's because, um, yeah, this Billy character who's been wearing a mustache and posing as a private investigator, mm-hmm. uh, like, comes back on the scene and basically confronts Antonio Banderas and is in a very sexual in a ve- way. Yeah, he he's like you're hiding something. She's you're taken in by her. If I kissed your lips, I would taste her on your lips. And then he gives him a really like like a CPR mouth to mouth kiss, like a very suctiony man kiss. Well, first he licks his face a bunch. This, like okay, he, like rubs his nose around him and like does little like lizard licks around his face and then fucking snake CPR snake tongue him. Billy be licking. He be He's licking all over the place. Everyone and all the time. Snake mm-hmm. Time Billy does not discriminate. Yeah, so he licks his face. They have a very open man, like open face, open mouth, suctiony man to man kiss, and then basically like Antonio Banderas ends up shooting him because he's he knows too much and he's gonna ca- cause an investigation and he's gonna go after Angelina Jolie and she's watching in horror or whatever. But he hits the ground. It is not very much not bleeding. Not bleeding. He's not a not bleeding man. He's not a bleeding nope, guy. Not in the least. Yeah. He gets quote unquote shot and he is super not bleeding through his white shirt. Right. And Antonio Banderas is like staring at him the entire scene. Yes. Like I just killed a man there with my gun that seems to have magic killed him. Yeah. Uh, Angelina Jolie rolls up Tom Jane in a, uh, a rug tells Antonio Banderas to, like, go get train tickets and then unrolls Tom Jane. And Tom Jane takes his mustache off and is like, ta-da, I'm <laughs> Billy the whole time and you're coming with me, toots. Uh, and she, like, basically promises to scam Banderas. Yeah, they have, uh, like, a, a whole, like, tryst on the stairs where he, she's kind of, like, chasing her around and she's like, please leave me alone. And then he says, it tickles my dick when you beg, which made me really <sighs> bummed out. <laughs> yeah. And, and he basically, like, threatens her into... He licks her face a lot. He licks her hands and face. And then she agrees to lead Antonio Banderas on and, I guess, just take take him out poison him right well while being fingered oh yeah 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 yeah. she's yeah. big time big, on the stairway big time being fingered, fingered big time. yeah through like petticoats i don't even know how that fucking works she's got so many layers she's got she's like an onion how do you do it he's a magician he's he's a right he's that <laughs> mephistophelian long fingers <laughs> yeah. uh so then i don't know if it's like immediately after this uh but they're jolie and banderas are somewhere and Angelina Jolie uh, is, like, trying to convince Mandaris to do something, toasts to him to, like, their short but exciting life. Yeah. Takes a shot and then throws the shot glass against the wall and it shatters. And again, we were in a different movie. Where... <laughs> yeah. And she's a different person all of a sudden. Uh-huh. And then, and then he asks, like, what happened with the body? And she says, it's taken care of. And that is the end of his line of questioning. And she's like... He's an uncurious man. He's an uncurious man. Listen, she looks like a strong lady, but that is a full, like, sized dude wrapped up in a carpet, and he has no questions about how her tiny little frame got that out of the hotel undetected. Yeah, she maybe looks like a lady who's, like, strong of will. She is very willowy in this movie. She's so little. Like, she's so tiny. She's little, and she, 
he yep he has no further questions he's just mostly like curious about like her moral fiber like how she could not be more concerned with what she's done because the body's gone that's a given but she's (laughs) not more distraught about it and she just kind of matter of fact you just take care of business man so banderas has run out of money and part of the scam is like to get him to go and sell his estate but instead, Angelina Jolie is like, okay, well, instead, we're going to do this crazy poker strategy where yeah. I do these elaborate baseball manager gestures <laughs> behind <laughs> your opposing poker players mm-hmm. uh, and, like, quizzes Banderas on how to recognize the outlandishly her yanking on her ear, large theatrical... Drawing a finger across her neck to indicate... Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Uh, and then they, like, try to execute it, and respect to the movie that it does fail yeah i'm happy they got caught it's a bad strategy yeah he gets his ass uh, kicked she does not meet a great fate either no it's very it's very sad yeah uh the yeah the that the the bad faith that meets her is immediately preceded by Antonio Banderas comically falling downstairs. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Just a little bit of stunt work in this movie. Yeah, he falls down a bunch he of stairs. He rolls down too many stairs for a drama. So, yeah. <laughs> it's true. He falls down a lot of stairs and then, like, just bleeds in the street for a while. She gets sexually assaulted by a group right, of men. Assaulted. So that's not, that's not funny. But the two things next to each other are just really puzzling choices in this mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. Why? They're totally different. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Then we get a scene of Tom Jane cutting her, and then Tom Jane spitting in her mouth. <laughs> and the whole time, like, I don't. Why do I have to watch this? Yeah, he like cuts her because she's got like tally marks cut into her flesh. I don't know. Maybe that's for like I, every I, like mark, like every time she. I don't, who fucking knows? They never explain it. He he no. cuts her, and then they have sex. But he they're like licking each other's tongues, and it's just he's a lizardy man. He's a very lizardy man. He's so lizardy. Uh, it's right around that point where they're like planning to poison Banderas. That I just started begging for the movie to end. Yeah, I checked, and there was a lot of movie left at this point. Like it's this is a little past the halfway point. Right? There's like 45 well, extra minutes left at least in this movie. It does not have much to it. Like the end of the movie feels four hours long. I don't even know but how But nothing it, happens in it. I, I feel like I got t- sucked into a time vortex because I don't know how they filled out that much space with extra movie. Basically, all that happens... Flashbacks and flash forwards. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're flashing forward to Angelina Jolie in a jail cell with her hair all wrapped up in a in a piece of white linen and then back to the action, which is that she sort of poisons him, but then she decides at the last minute not to because she actually loves him, so she tries to bat it out of his hand. He's a little bit poisoned, and then they jump on a train and try... And they jump off a train. And they, they jump onto a train. It's like slow motion non-car chase for like 20 minutes. Yeah, to try to run away from, what's his face? Uh, Bi- the Bi- Thomas Jane. Thomas Billy, Jane, yeah. the Billy character. And then... Yeah, and then Antonio Banderas gets, like, presumably killed for a second, you think? Like, but... Yeah, he... Well, he shoots Thomas Jane. Yeah. And then he, like, keels over. And he's, like, bleeding uh, a lot. And then there's a scene that, like, I don't think it's supposed to be funny, but 
And I'm sure it was emotional to act, but it is just the scene of Angelina Jolie clutching onto Antonio Banderas and screaming the word no a million times and then screaming Mm -hmm. the word stay. And it sounds like a dog training class. Not horribly (laughs) right. No, 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 stay, stay, no. (laughs) Yeah, uh, but he does stay. So good news there. Yeah. And then we're in Morocco. Uh, and Well, she's almost executed. Oh, yes. Because now we flash forward to the real contemporary time where she's like about to be executed by this outlandish execution machine. Yeah. Uh, and Yeah, it's some like crazy Spanish Inquisition bullshit, even though I'm pretty yes. sure people just got hanged. Yeah, it's just she's been, be- she's been beguiling this priest. And surprise, she switches places with the priest. And then we... Move over to Morocco, where she's, like, doing the same baseball manager game for all these rich men in Morocco. The strangest part of which... Well, there's two. Yeah. One, Antonio Banderas delivers the entire end of the movie straight to camera. <laughs> Second, yeah. they're in Morocco, and the ground is covered in fog. I don't know oh. much about the Middle East. <laughs> but my impression is that it is not... Yeah, uh, Morocco's North Africa. Fine, still sure. it's equatorial. Yeah. My impression is it's not a fog-heavy, not a temperate climate. That's for sure. That is really funny. Yeah, and she's she's doing the same very baseball-y ticks, uh, and then it just the the movie like closes on. It occasionally makes the choice to just do slow motion, and sometimes mm-hmm. it'll just be a random shot. Of her, like, looking up from something and making eye contact with Antonio Banderas. And that's, for some reason, in slow motion. And then now it's... has got the, a real Battlefield Earth choices. Yeah, like, just like, you know what would really increase the, the dramatic tension here is slow the movie the fuck down? It's awesome. <laughs> cool. Yeah, and the last final shot is just her in slow motion giving shooting Antonio a sly smile. And then that is a wrap on this movie. It is not good. It is. No. It needed to be worse. To be totally honest, yeah. the writing had some very funny Worse or better, it's like it's just right up the middle of... Yeah, like it needed to either have like a lot better acting and a lot better writing, or it just needed to go for it and just yeah. deliver... Leave the 20 minutes in, man. Make it make it worth watching for some fucking reason. Or pepper him in throughout the movie. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> just fucking make or us just work do it the room style. Exactly. Just even just like have the same Recycle footage. Let's times. just look at the same shot of Antonio Banderas's ass like three different times. Just don't let people forget. Yeah. I, I enjoyed that it was... Um, I enjoyed the first like half hour of how bad it was and that I really would have liked it to end. Yes. Uh, so some plot keywords for this movie. Mm-hmm. The first one is sex scene. Sure. Yeah. Uh, male order bride. Yes. Husband wife relationship. Yes. Male pubic hair. Hmm? Huh. I, I, I didn't notice it, but. I didn't notice it either. Pubic hair is also a different plot keyword here. Oh. So there's some implication. That like treasure trail. It. it shows his tummy. I guess that's. That's sort of pubic hair. That doesn't really count. MGM is a plot keyword for this. What is? MGM, like Metro Goldwyn Mayer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Missionary sex position. Oh, here we go. Breasts, foreplay, Uh erotic thriller, uh, two in a bath. (laughs) (laughs) Two in a bath sounds like a children's nursery rhyme. It's true. That's a crazy way to write that. (laughs) Kissing while having sex. Okay. Kissing Brett. Theatrical play. 
Which also, also it's like it feels a little sexual. Yeah. Kissing breasts, passionate kiss, uh, yep. breakfast. Breakfast, sure. sure. D- Death of bird. <laughs> These are all cool alternate movie titles. Two in a bath mm-hmm. sounds like a, like a old screwball comedy from the forties. Death of a bird is maybe a dramatic, dramatic stage production. Coffee export is an important plot keyword for this movie. Neat. Coffee plantation, coffee merchant, male-female relationship, sure. Yeah. Slow motion scene, absolutely. absolutely. Male rear nudity, yes. Yeah. Female frontal nudity, yeah. yes. Remake a French film, sure. Unwanted kiss, absolutely. <laughs> Unwanted Suicidal kiss. thoughts, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, salad is a plot keyword for this movie. Yes. <laughs> Oxymoron is a plot keyword for this movie. Why? I have absolutely Why? no idea. I don't get it. Okay. Well, Orgasm, yes. Oral sex, sure. Sure. Male nudity, yes. Horse riding, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the trailer for this movie is totally worth watching, even if the movie isn't, because it's just lips, 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 and then alternating cuts super fast back and forth between Angelina Jolie running and a horse running, and it's just like, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> it's hilarious. It has nothing to do with the movie. <laughs> Bear butt, based on novel, Lucifer Morningstar character. Surprise ending? What? No. Sister-sister relationship. Not at Uh, all. Let's talk parents' guide. There we go. Sex and nudity. Severe. This is our first severe. Yeah, severe indeed. This movie has an NC-17 version that they still couldn't include all the sex scenes from. Mm -hmm. Theatrical version. A man and woman are shown kissing in a bedroom fully nude. The women's breasts can be seen. They both... (laughs) Do foreplay on each other. It then shows them having sex from an on-top point of view. It shows the man thrusting into the woman. However, it is only implied they are nude, since bedsheets are covering his and her lower body. Once they finish, it shows them in a bed post-coitus kissing each other. In a party, a celebration-type scene is shown where masked women with bare breasts is shown riding on a horse. The grammar in these are very Very problematic. Very confusing. A man's bare buttocks are shown in two scenes for perhaps over a half minute combined. <laughs> a, a woman's breasts are shown in an explicit sex scene. There is severe thrusting and moaning. <laughs> no. Uh, a woman lifts a man's skirt forcefully and kisses her and is implied they're having forceful sex. There's a bathing scene with a man and woman together. Female toplessness is shown. Profanity. Mild. True. One abuse of the name Jesus. Three of Christ and seven misuses of God. Okay, misuse. I, it's the misuses it's the of misuse God. Misuse that sounds more here. like a correction, not like a blasphemous slip. Like right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I meant to say dog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's that's the that's the best stuff. I'm gonna say that's from about it. I mean, it is worth noting before we wrap that, like, this director is a Pulitzer Prize winning writer and director. Like, he has a Tony. He is. What? He is. His fucking rap sheet is stacked. He's made a million. He has. He directed Gia, which is, I guess, HBO. I thought it was, like, a studio production. But he has Hmm. so many films, especially heavily in the 90s. He was a really like respected stage director and writer and he wrote the shadow box which was then also adapted into a film directed by paul newman this dude 
has no right to have made a movie this shitty, which is why it's especially satisfying that he did. My feeling is that this dude literally made this movie for his own personal porn collection. Yeah. Yeah, because like, he's like... He's on record. He, he still possesses the 20-minute oh, explicit he sex scene. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like, he said, like, like I got nailed does. by the censors. I had to cut for my money just too much of the sex. My dude. This movie mainly is a sex scene with a boring plot built around it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you crazy, crazy dude. You crazy Pulitzer Prize winning dude. Respected director. I guess now he's a Broadway actor. Just sinking his teeth back into his roots. Yeah, he's in all kinds of stuff. He's in Ray Donovan. Yeah, he's man. in Mr. Robot. Yeah, and he's doing Broadway plays apparently as well, or at least you know prior to COVID nonsense, he was doing doing all that. Look at or him before the un- unhappy times. If you were going to be somebody in this movie, I mean, it's really hard to pick a person because everyone just gets so royally shit on, but. Or is, There's also no characters in this movie. Or, like, or is a terrible person. Yeah, and like everyone... The cast so, list is very short. Everyone's so fringy if they're not like the four main players. So I would say it's got to be... I think it's got to be the friend who just really, really likes music. Music! 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 music. <laughs> I was going to choose a similar man. So at some point they go... When they're like, they're, they're running around cuba uh and they go to like a uh uh like a restorative spa village yeah and there's a man that shows them around is like we're known for our water and our rejuvenating sun <laughs> and that guy seems happy that guy's I'll take got, him. yeah why not i mean it would have been the bird but we all saw what happened to the bird so mm-hmm. yeah Oh, also the the lead like house uh, servant oh. speaks in riddles, and I like that. Yeah, she really she speaks like she's doing beat poetry or something. <laughs> like it's <laughs> it's interesting. She's and she's a straight fucking shooter. She really like that's her mm-hmm. boss, but she never stops giving him the old. I don't know that she's a straight shooter. Oh, she's, not not a straight. She's shooter. a shooter for sure. She's a shooter. She does not bullshit him though she is definitely just telling him that woman's ugly why would you do that don't go do that these are bad choices (laughs) (laughs) that's true that's true she's she's honest but oblique very enigmatic with her phrasing uh very clear with the the meaning she's yes absolutely not kissing her boss's ass at least there's one other thing i want to talk about before we go and there's another fucking random boxing scene in this movie Every goddamn bad movie yeah. with a famous actor yeah. has a, a random two men boxing for no reason. Dude, Shadow Boxer also has a bath scene. So, Shadowboxer I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> we should make, I has, gotta make a flowchart of baths, boxing. We've gotta have three Bs. What's the third B? The Jennifer Lawrence one also had the bath scene. Definitely had a bath Multiple scene. Multiple bath scenes. Bath scene's kind of the nail in the coffin of a bad movie, I think. It rarely improves the film. That's true. That's true. And wasn't that one of those things in like in the Winona Ryder version of the Scarlet Letter? Isn't it like a lot of bath stuff? A lot of bath work. It's very bad. I, I believe that. <laughs> a lot of bath work. A lot of bath work in the we're going to take a bath with my husband. <laughs> yeah. Very a lot of breathy ADR. 
can't imagine how much ADR had to be included in this film because it's just you can't you can't deliver that line and not get drowned out by a bird. There's a bird in the scene. Got to think about that stuff. Think <laughs> you never about... put a live animal on screen. Come on, That's man. the you rule. Think about sound mixing. Come on, guys. Yeah. I do want a third B. I know. I don't know what it is. I mean, we're gonna come up with an actor who's like a common denominator too, because there's a few people that pop up in a lot of things. Uh, oh God, who was the one that was? It was like four straight movies. Oh fuck. Yeah, and he was in uh, he was in the Reese Witherspoon one for sure. That's an easy Google. Oh, it was, uh, it was the guy from Scrubs. Oh, uh, John C. McGinley is in a ton John of C. these. McGinley. Yeah, he's yeah. almost like Bats, a standard. Bats, boxing, and John C. McGinley. <laughs> they, you can get two in every movie. Yeah, you can't have them all. But best, all right. best of three. So yeah, that is That's Original Sin. And I would recommend the trailer, and I would not recommend the movie unless you're just feeling real horned up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and But then you can stop after the first 15 minutes. Yeah, first 15, you're done. Well, until then... I'll be Henry. I'll be Michelle. Experiment and fast forward into the future of acting.